Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I have a transgender student. I'm Nick Ainelli. A local foster care system is sued, accused of using powerful drugs as a form of chemical restraint. After 16 years of work to revise the criminal code, D.C.'s council overrides the mayor's veto. I'm Megan Cloherty. Wall Street ended mixed. The Dow was down 392 at the close Tuesday. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A failed Republican state legislative candidate is accused of orchestrating shootings at the homes of local and state lawmakers. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. Investigators say Solomon Pena hired people to shoot at the homes of two county commissioners and a pair of New Mexico state senators. Kyle Hartzik is with the Albuquerque Police Department. The evidence that we have is not only firearm, but it's also from cell phones and electronic records, surveillance video. Police say in one of the attacks, Pena went along with the shooters and attempted to fire a gun himself, but it malfunctioned. Pena has a criminal record. He spent five years in prison. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Police in Goshen, California, continue to search for two people who they say shot and killed six people at a home, including a 16-year-old mother and her 10-month-old baby. The storms that have left California dealing with floods, mudslides, and sinkholes are creating severe weather in other parts of the country now, says the Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. Primarily a rain event into the northeast with the heavy snow on the back end of this. Minneapolis gets accumulating snow. Eventually Boston gets some light snow, but mostly a rain event along I-95. Then there's severe weather across the south. Strong storms develop. Possibility of tornado exists. President Biden travels to California Thursday to see the damage caused by weeks of torrential rains. Number one seed Rafael Nadal has lost his second round match at the Australian Open to 65th ranked American Mackenzie McDonald, 6-4-6-4-7-5. The defeat abruptly ending Nadal's title defense in Australia. The White House says it's releasing information about documents marked classified that were found at President Biden's house and at his former office as it deems appropriate. More from CBS's Adriana Diaz. We have been very clear that we are not going to comment. Republicans continue to criticize the White House for not going public sooner. Prior to an election, they kept it secret. And no time did he get raided by the FBI. That was House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Brian Walsh of Massachusetts has been charged with the murder of his wife, Anna Walsh. She's been missing since New Year's Day. CBS's Nancy Chin. Anna, a 39-year-old mother of three, was last reported seen on New Year's Day at home in Cohasset, Massachusetts, near Boston. Investigators tell our CBS Boston station, WBZ, that their search of a nearby waste facility turned up trash cans with blood, a hatchet, a hacksaw, and a rug. Prosecutors say Walsh was also caught on tape purchasing $450 worth of cleaning supplies. CBS's Nancy Chin, and this is CBS News. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. WTOP at 303. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th, 2023. We're looking at a mix of cloud cover and some sunshine today. Highs, upper 50s to low 60s. Not bad. We're at 44 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. 
Indeed, Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour Wednesday on WTLP. We begin the ride with something new for you this morning. After more than six months of consideration, there is a recommendation on the table now from the advisory group formed to determine the future of SROs locally in Alexandria City Schools. Now, that group says they should remain in school buildings, and the School Law Enforcement Partnership Advisory Group, as it's known, will make that recommendation, we're told, formally to the school board this week on Thursday. The group says SROs will not solve safety concerns on their own, but they should be part, they think, of a, quote, holistic program. Virginia Attorney General Jason Meares writing a letter last year, he did, to the city's mayor and the school system, urging them to take advantage of the state funding for SROs. It is a controversial call in Virginia for teachers to contact parents if they suspect they have a student in their class who identifies as a gender different from their biological sex. Under the Republican-backed bill, teachers would be required to contact a student's parents if they have reason to believe that the student is self-identifying as a gender that's different than their biological sex. The teacher would also need to ask if the parents want to seek counseling for the student. While supporters say it's about keeping parents in the loop and looking after the well-being of students, opponents say it's dangerous. State Senator Mamie Locke chairs the Virginia Senate Democratic Caucus. We will stop efforts to politicize our schools, attack our students, teachers. We have a vision that LGBTQ rights remain protected. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Locally, the American Civil Liberties Union of Maryland and other groups have filed a class action lawsuit against the state. The ACLU says there is not careful use of psychotropic drugs for kids locally in Maryland's foster care system. The lawsuit says it's possible thousands of children are being hurt by this. More than three out of ten children in the state's foster care system are given medications such as antidepressants anti-anxiety meds, stimulants, and mood stabilizers. The lawsuit says nearly 75% of the kids are taking the drugs without a documented psychiatric diagnosis. The ACLU further says this adds up to a form of chemical restraint. The lawsuit says that black children are disproportionately harmed because they actually make up a larger number of children in the state's foster care system. No comments so far from the foster care system this week. The D.C. Council voting to override Mayor Muriel Bowser's veto in D.C., Moving forward with legislation now to update the city's criminal code, a code that actually has not changed for more than a century. In a 12 to 1 vote, the council moved past Mayor Muriel Bowser's veto of the revised criminal code act. Essentially, the city's criminal code determines what punishments to assign to which crimes, including sentence lengths, and also classifies what types of crimes are misdemeanors, for example, to set the guidelines for what police, attorneys, courts, and prisons work from. Our current criminal code is consistently ranked as one of the worst criminal codes in the country. Former chair of the Public Safety Committee, Charles Allen, went on to say he was frustrated by the mayor's decision to oppose the legislation. Chair Phil Mendelson. It is irresponsible for the mayor to have characterized this as, quote, this bill does not make us safer. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. In a statement following the vote, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser said the updated criminal code, she thinks, unfortunately falls short on meeting the moment we are in right now. Stay tuned. WTOP at 3.07, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis, and it's not always easy to find the right treatment plan. 
Did you know that up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental health condition that also requires a comprehensive approach to treatment? ADHD guidelines were recently updated to reflect the need to screen for associated disorders. Be sure to talk with your child's doctor about proper screening and visit moretoadhd.com for additional information. That's moretoadhd.com. This message has been brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. Coming right up this early 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, January 18th, for you right here on WTO. An armed standoff with police that ended in fire has resulted in a murder charge. I'm John Doman. Good Wednesday morning, welcome in. It's 3.08 on WTO. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. I think mother on the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, a few more folks on the road, a few more things going on. 395 Southbound in the work zone right near Duke Street where they had taken up the right side with that work zone. Crash occurred right near the end of that work zone just before the exit for Duke Street. For now, traffic squeezing by, single file to left past the crash with response on scene. Once you clear it better down to the Beltway, 395 North not affected, both the main lanes and the express lanes look good to and across the inbound 14th Street Bridge. Now, Virginia Beltway working on the inner loop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. Single file left gets by. They're working on the sound wall there. Then on the outer loop, the express lanes are closed between the Dulles Toll Road and I-66 due to construction. Again, you'll see the overhead signs warning of an incident in the express lanes. The incident is that work zone. So no access to the express lanes until you're south of 66. Now headed into the district, I-295 North. Before you get uh, to the interchanges for I-695 and the 11th Street Bridge, the crash with police and fire on scene, you're under police direction there. As a result, unclear what side of the road is blocked. Just be careful. Uh, up in southeast or over in southeast, a stretch of Benning Road had been closed since late last night between H Street and the Hillside Road. That as a result of a police investigation. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Starting off this Wednesday with temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s and some areas of thick fog. As we head throughout the morning hours, the fog will scour out with a bit of a breeze around throughout the day today and a mix of clouds and sun. Temperatures warm to near 60, about 15 degrees above normal. Have the umbrella handy tomorrow. We'll have rain at times throughout the day on into the evening hours. Otherwise, plenty of clouds with highs in the upper 40s to mid-50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're 39 in Hyattsville, 36 Fredericksburg, 39 Foggy Bottom. And if I can click here, I can tell you we are at 44 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th. Glad you're with us. This check brought to you this morning on WTLP by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 310. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. 
Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. In China and Europe, 20% of all cars and SUV sales were electric vehicles just this past year. That number is only 6% here in the U.S. right now. So why are we Americans seemingly so reluctant to buy electric cars, even though experts tell us we've got to stop burning that fuel if we are to curb climate change and cool the Earth's temperature overall? WTOP's Dimitri Sotis puts that question to our car guy, Mike Barrett. There's the unknown. Also, where do you charge it? Sometimes it's charging infrastructure isn't the easiest in the especially in some states in the U.S., it's almost non-existent compared to D.C., which has a little bit better than others, and certainly not anywhere near like California. So, yeah, that and people want uh, SUVs. They want big SUVs like we've been looking at the last couple of weeks. And for right now, that's where people's money is going and uh, not really adapting to the electric car as fast as some other countries. Now, they do start to offer, I don't know about the biggest SUVs, electric, but you will be able to get something larger in an electric car or at least a hybrid. Yeah, definitely. We'll be looking at some of those here very soon. We got the a plug-in hybrid seems to be where a lot of them are right now, hybrids and plug-in hybrids where you're getting 20, 30, 40 miles all electric power. And then it switches over to the gas engine. So it can be a lot more economical than saying uh, the Cadillac or, or the big Grand Wagoneer we've been looking at. So it's slowly but surely getting there, but still uh, it's going to take a while to uh, get that there. And, yeah, you still have to power those things. So it takes a lot more energy when you drive a bigger vehicle like that. So you have bigger battery packs, which adds more weight. So it's definitely uh, it's a catching up game to gas cars for sure. WTOP car guy Mike Paris on Skype here on WTOP talking about the United States' slow embrace of those electric cars. If you like going fishing at the Tidal Basin or on parts of the Potomac River, listen up. Researchers have a warning for you. They say freshwater fish could be hazardous to your health. Writing in the journal Environmental Research, scientists say freshwater fish across the country are contaminated with so-called forever chemicals. These are perfluorinated compounds that are used in hundreds of consumer products, including food packaging. They're called forever chemicals because of their persistence in the environment and the body. The study found that eating freshwater fish just a few times a year is an important source of exposure to forever chemicals. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. You are listening. 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Homeless men, women, and children have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With $2.09, you can provide a meal, care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for nearly 25 people. How much hope can you provide? Give today at missiondc.org. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Had a good Wednesday morning, January 18th, 3.15 sports time at Rob's turn this morning. The Capitals already have more losses midway through January than they had all of December. They fell to the Minnesota Wild on home ice 4-2 to suffer their fifth loss of the month. Coach Peter LaViolette. There's a lot that we did good for 60 minutes. 
it's one of those games where I can't fault the process and I can't fault the effort. And I thought, you know, the, the chances that we had, the possession time, the odd, you know, the again, the heavy weight of ozone possession time and the looks and pucks rolling across the crease. And, you know, we deflected ours, they go wide, they deflected theirs, they go in. And it's just the way the game went. Martin Faravari had a goal and an assist for his second career multi-point game. And Charlie Lindgren made 18 saves, but all three of the goals against the netminder in the second period came with a big forward setting a screen to obstruct his view. Better news on the local college hardwood. VCU routed UMass to remain atop the A-10 with a 5-1 and conference record. The Washington Commanders' search for a new offensive coordinator brought them to a Tuesday interview with Pat Shermer. Forget his 9-23 and record as a head coach in three stops. Shermer's resume as a coordinator includes an NFL assistant coach of the year nod in 2017. He's also credited with working well with young quarterbacks, a must for a team telling candidates they plan to start Sam Howell in 2023. An interesting and local option could soon come available. D.C. native Byron Leftwich is reportedly in danger of being fired as offensive coordinator in Tampa, though the Bucks say no decision has been made yet. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 316, Wednesday morning, January 18th on WTOP. Welcome in. Glad you were. This is WTOP News. We told you about the armed man who was in a standoff with police in southeast D.C. after he was accused of setting an apartment on fire. That man is now identified as 45-year-old Sherman Holly, who was taken into custody on 30, 37th place, and the fire spread to a couple of floors of the apartment complex he was in. It leaves some neighbors homeless. Holly was wanted in the killing of a 53-year-old man, James Brooks, who was found with multiple stab wounds in another part of Southeast on Sunday night. Brooks died before first responders could get him to the hospital. Among the top stories we're following for you on WTLP, the D.C. Council has overhauled the city's criminal code for the first time in more than a century. Supporters say it makes life more equitable. Critics say it is too lenient on people who commit carjackings and other crimes. The latest in the President Biden classified documents investigation, now the Justice Department, apparently had considered having FBI agents monitor a search of papers by President Joe Biden's lawyers. will tell you why they decided against that. At Marjorie Taylor Greene, along with George Santos, among the controversial GOP lawmakers this week to get committee assignments. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. At 318, traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks... Good morning to Rich Hunter at the WTLP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Whatever was in the roadway, I-295 northbound, just north of Suitland Parkway, right near the exits for I-695 or the 11th Street Bridge. It appears everything is out of the roadway and all lanes are open. They were checking for a crash uh, reported to be eastbound on 695 near I-395 north of the entrance to the 3rd Street Tunnel. Does not appear that they have found anything. Did see fire rescue running both ways in our Kodak camera. But again, no uh, no one's stopping for anything, so that's good news. 395 Southbound, still cleaning up the crash in the work zone near Duke Street. Again, traffic staying to the far left to get by. Beyond that, you're in good shape to the Bellway. Again, not, not affecting 395 North at all, but the main lanes and the express lanes free and clear headed up toward the 14th Street Bridge. Now, over on the Bellway, working on the inner loop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. Single file left past the work on the sound wall on the right side. But you get by without delay currently. At a loop, it's the ACE. express lanes that are closed between the entrance south of Georgetown Pike, headed down toward I-66. Beyond that point, folks can access the Outer Loop express lanes headed towards Springfield, so no worries there. 
If you're traveling 66 eastbound, the only work currently in place near the Roslyn Tunnel, you're down to a single left lane getting by Maryland, Baltimore, Washington Parkway, southbound near 175. Still getting by the work zone, single file to the left. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Starting off today with some thick fog and temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s. As the sun comes up right around 725, we'll have a mix of clouds and sun with a bit of a breeze and temperatures warming into the mid to upper 50s, so a mild January day. Highs to around the upper 40s to mid 50s, so once again we're running above normal, but we'll have rain at times for your Thursday with the potential for some moderate to heavy rain during the evening hours. A blustery Friday with highs near 50. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. From the region this early morning, we're looking at 41 degrees in Reston, 39 in Bethesda, 40, uh, that would be 32 in Woodbridge. We're at 44 in our nation's capital. It's 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, January 18th. This check brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. WTOP at 320. As the war in Ukraine endures, I'm afraid. If you want to win uh, the, the fight, you, you need to, to be alive. Concern continues worldwide. The support of the whole world, it helps a lot. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green has exclusive frontline analysis from sources across the battlefields of Ukraine. Russia is struggling, and even as they continue struggling, there's no sign they're shutting this war down anytime soon. WTOP News, we take you there. Coming right up this half hour on WTOP. How to save a little extra dough on those child-related expenses. I'm Luke Lukert. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week. Thanks for sharing your January 18th, 3 a.m. hour with us. 321 in the morning to be exact. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Locally, a new school board chair is chosen in Prince George's County after infighting among board members. Judy Mickens-Murray, a member of the school board since 2021, will now serve as the chair. In a statement, Mickens-Murray says she hopes to engage in an ongoing dialogue around education issues to ensure, quote, all community voices are heard. Lolita E. Walker will take on the role of vice chair. The changes come after a string of conflicts between board members and former chair Juanita Miller. Back and forth among members involved allegations of neglect and incompetence against Miller, who says she sought to unify the board but encountered discourse. A judge will decide whether Miller should be removed from serving on the school board, a decision that could take several months. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. So when should the actual school year start and how long should breaks be? That's what the Fairfax County School Board is mulling right now as they develop next year's calendar. Board member Melanie Marin says that five-day school weeks should be prioritized. It was a very difficult fall for too many families and staff and students, so especially in the first quarter where routines are being set. I also think um, alignment with surrounding jurisdictions is really important, both for our staffing and for child care needs. The county is considering four options, we're told, with different end dates and varying lengths for winter and spring breaks. A final vote is scheduled for February 9th. See the four options a click away at our website, WTOP.com. 
As you begin filing your taxes this year, you'll notice that the child tax credit is not quite as big as it was last year at this time. So here are a few other ways you can actually save some green on soaring child care related expenses. If you and your kids are relatively healthy, maybe think about getting a health savings account to help cover costs. This year, the limit is nearly eight grand for families and contributions are made with pre-tax dollars and are tax deductible. Combine this with a high deductible health plan and it could save you hundreds of bucks a year. As for keeping your kids entertained, look more to spending your money on lower cost experiences rather than hundreds on new toys that will eventually clutter your house. Find an indoor trampoline park nearby and you can often get a monthly subscription for around 20 bucks. Any money you save this year can be put into a custodial account for any future child-related expenses. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Now the small... More helpful tips, uh, click away at our website. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th at 325. Money News at 25 and 55 on T.O.P. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Are consumers starting to run out of money? A New York Fed report shows they may be. It says consumer spending grew 7.7% in December from a year earlier, down from 9% in August. An update on consumer spending today may also show a slowdown. Economists expect December retail sales to show a nine-tenths of a percent decline after falling six-tenths in November. More Americans are headed back to the office. Building security provider Castle Systems estimates that office occupancy in the 10 largest U.S. business districts reached nearly 47% of pre-pandemic levels last week versus less than 33% two weeks ago. And as companies push workers to return to the office at least part-time, they're giving their hybrid schedules fancy new names. American Express calls it Amex Flex. At GM, they call it Work Appropriately. At Stellantis, it's the new era of agility. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis, and it's not always...